the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Today I have Teresa Montoya. She started out as a child with an idyllic childhood, but the story soon went from good to bad, and she shares all of that with us. And in the end, she has learned to trust God, to have faith in God, to depend on Him for everything she has a great faith. I hope you'll enjoy Teresa Montoya. You know, so I just kind of floundered, you know, um, I, I survived, right. you know, I had to take care of my kids. And then I met my son's father. Uh-huh. Um, I was 32. Um, I had gone to school um, to study law and realized I did not want to be a lawyer um, and went to school for um, our local detention center and administration. And um that's where I met him. <laughs> that okay. Been my first. And my sister told me when I started working there. Was he a Christian? In the federal inmate program. Oh, no. But he looked like Toby Keith, and he came from a Christian <laughs> well, family. There you go. <laughs> and I, I know. And I thought I could change him. Mm. And my sister told me, what she goes, oh, my gosh, you can't go to work there. She goes, you're going to marry an inmate. I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> and um, I will say um, – I put in my notice and quit my job before we started a real relationship. I mean, I, I was an ethical person. I wasn't unethical um, about it. And so um, we started dating and we ended up getting married. Um, and I got pregnant with our son. I was almost 40 and um, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was devastated. Um that here I was at this age, my, my oldest daughter was, you know, already out of the home and she was fixing to get married. Um, so and, you've, you've really kind of, you're almost 40. You've, yeah. I don't want to say played around with your faith, but you, you never, when did you make the solid transition to transformation um, I, and surrender? I would say, well, even that's a journey. I would say at two years old, I got more serious about the Lord because um, his dad went to prison and I was left with um, a business, a farm, a little baby boy and four other daughters. Do you mean 42? Had, huh? 40, at 42? Yeah, so this time I'm 42. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I was um, sitting, I will never forget. I was sitting at the dining room table and I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was just praying because we had gone through, it was a, a six month process before he got what, by the time he got convicted and just all the stuff that goes with that. And, um, I'm like, what am I going to do? And I, I'm not one of those people that hears the audible voice of God, but I did. And mm. I said, and I heard the Lord say, if you will finally give me a chance, I will be everything you ever needed. I will be the dad you never had. I will be the husband you need. Let me take care of you. And so I, I was shocked. I was home alone. And I was like, that, that surely that's no. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I felt like the Lord said, you need to stay home and let your family heal right now. 
you, and I'm like, I need to get a job. And I'm talking to, to this voice. And I felt like the Lord said, no, you need to stay home and take mm-hmm. care of your kids. I will take care of you. And I was like, oh, I need some confirmation on this. And I flipped open my Bible to 2 Kings 14.10. And it said, why do you continue to dwell on your hurt? Tarry thou at home. Oh, wow. I was like, whoa, whoa. And I want you to know, for six months, I stayed home. And um, I started praying. And I was like, okay, Lord, we need a plan. So I'll go out down the welfare office. I'll get food stamps. I'll do this. And I... Uh, I heard the Lord's voice say, it is not the government's responsibility to take care of you. It is mine. Give me a chance. And I want you to know, my pastor at the time, I'd started, you know, going back to church again, because that's what Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. Um, When things got rough, he said, oh, no, you can get food stamps. I said, I feel like the Lord told me not to. And he said, you're in a precarious financial situation. And and the Lord used an unclean animal to feed the prophet. You can get food stamps. Were you married at this point? No, no, he had gone to prison. He's in yeah, he had gone to prison. So um, uh, I was in the middle of going through a divorce, but I wasn't divorced yet. Okay. And um, so I thought, well, as my pastor says, you know, so I went to the food stamp office and I felt really uncomfortable um, not being there, just uncomfortable like I was disobeying God. And so I prayed and I said, Lord, if I'm not supposed to be here, I need a sign. Well, all of a sudden the red exit light started flashing and I was like I just kind of looked and uh, I remember bowing my head I said that's pretty good Lord but I have a feeling there's going to be a big testimony in this and naysayers will say that there's red exit signs everywhere so if I'm not supposed to be here I need something more Mm -hmm. and so they called my name I was the last person they said you're going to need to reschedule because our computer system shut down it crashed and it's going to take IT all night to fix it Mm. And so then I was like, okay. So I came home and I got a call from a friend of mine. Her husband was a truck driver for Kroger. And she said, uh, she, you know, she said he, Barry has a load of chicken on the truck and uh, Kroger did not order it and we can't take it back to the plant. She said, can you use it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So she delivered a 50 pound box of chicken and it was all the kinds of chicken that I could never afford to buy. Mm-hmm. So from that pieces. moment on, yes. did you go back it to was, work? God started providing. I did. Yeah, you know what? I God provided me the perfect job. He, um, I got a job with Meals on Wheels. That's my love language is food and feeding people. And um, so I got a job with Meals on Wheels. I remember praying. Um, I said, okay, God, I need a job on this side of town. I need at least ten dollars an hour. I need mommy hours and insurance. Well, the only job that I heard from was Meals on Wheels. It was on the other side of town. It was only seven fifty an hour, but um, it was a mommy job with insurance. So I, I felt like the Lord said, trust me. So I took this job. Wow. Working with Meals on Wheels in a 10-county area, I became, um, I got to know a lot of people, and one of our, my delivery places was Community Action of Southern Kentucky, and I got to know one of the supervisors, and they offered me a job. And so I'm working with Head Start. So I prayed about it. And I said, well, Lord, this is better. At least it's on my side of town. It's better mommy hours, better insurance, but we're way off on the money. And I felt like God said, I'm going to open a door for you. And so I went ahead and took the job, even though I, I had come to love working with Meals on Wheels and um, all the people I met. 
And um, so I took the job. They immediately put me in a supervisor position, a temporary one. It became permanent. And um, it became a permanent position. And uh, I guess about two months in, uh, I said to my boss, I said, I've been doing this supervisor position, um, you know, for a couple of months and I'm only, I'm still only making seven fifty an hour. And, uh, I said, I feel like I should, you know, get the, the, you know, what the job pays and back pay. And she goes, well, we've never done that before. Let me, um, talk to my supervisor. And they gave me the permanent supervisor position and back paid me all the way to my start date. Wow. That's incredible. Was, that's so yeah. awesome. How did you, from that point on, how do you grow in the Lord? How did you, were at this point, were you just running the race? Now you're um, growing, growing, growing. I mean, what happened from here? We have about well, three minutes for uh, left in the show, but I, I just want to hear just kind of how you are, how you are walking in your faith. Well, I started going to a church that was very focused on service and um, got very caught up in playing church. And, um, it was just, I think through prayer and reading my Bible, just in the last, I would say three or four years, God brought me to a place in his mercy where he showed me he had always been there, but I never really had a relationship with him. I had a relationship with an ideology. I had a relationship with a church and I had a relationship with service. I never had a real true relationship with him. And the scripture he used was that one in Matthew that says, when we stand before him, all these people are going to say, but we prophesied in your name. We prayed in your name. In your name, we did many wonderful works. And he says, depart from me, workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And that's when Mm. I started, God started showing me about repentance and the true gospel of salvation. It's not about what God can do for you. It's about your relationship with our heavenly father. Yes. So I guess that's, so that's why you why called yourself an journey. Israelite yes. <laughs> that you wandered for 40 years. Yes. And for the first time in my life, I feel at peace. I'm content. I have joy. I don't have, I don't worry. I have a couple prodigals I worry about. God brought me a wonderful husband who loves the Lord. He's retired special forces from the army. Um, and I am wow. just in awe and so, so humbled, grateful, and thankful for God's relentless pursuit of me. Yes. He's really brought everything to a beautiful place, it sounds like, in your life. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot left out. God opened a lot of doors. You know, I've worked on TV with my cooking. I've worked with celebrity chefs. I mean, there's just so much more to the story that God did. And, um I really feel like one of these days I may write a book because God told me to start journaling um, sometime back. Well, tell and me I about have, your and... cooking. What's your favorite recipe? What what kind of food do you like to cook? Um, well, I can cook anything. I worked as a recipe developer for celebrity chefs. I like good old-fashioned home cooking. Oh, my God. mom was Italian, and on my dad's side of the family, they were Swedish. And so I just have great, um, uh, great people to you know, mm-hmm. look back on. I have several recipes on my website, so I love to talk about cooking. And it's just, oh, for yeah. me, it's a way to share love and to show love and to be with the ones you it's love. It's a universal love language. That's right. That's right. It's a universal love language. And um, I, I prayed one time, oh my God, I always thought I would be a lawyer. And then I ended up <laughs> hating it when I was in law school. And you opened up doors for me to cook. 
oh. and cater. I had my own catering business, and I found that God always answers me through the scripture. And there's he a scripture does. that says, "Your gifts will pave your way and set you before great men." We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.